Hello, and welcome to FinTech Impact. I'm your host, Jason Pereira. Today on the show, I have Laurent Benzimano, president of Index Systems, Inc. Index Systems is a portfolio management software and also a provider of clean, or let's call it scrubbed, data for the industry. And I brought them on the show to talk about what they've done in both areas. And with that, here's my interview with Laurent. Laurent, thank you for taking the time today. Thank you. So, Laurent Benzimano, tell us about Index. Well, Index is a Montreal-based company established in 1999. Our original objective was to build the ideal assistant for the financial industry. We never saw a distinction between money managers, full retail brokers, discounters, product manufacturers. From our perspective, it was just all a question of crunching the numbers. At Index, we are very much math-oriented. In fact, to be at Index, you, you need to have a math degree. And in order to build that ideal assistant, we had to get people to start using the application. Nobody wanted to switch technologies for a Me Too product. So in order to entice people to start using the application, we had to build more and more capabilities, which was very well received by the market because Index is a cost-effective platform. It is true that for many years, we were considered to be the discount platform of the market. But in the last five years, I would say that the market has come to appreciate that Index is just not expensive, but it gives you top-shelf offerings, robustness, technology capabilities, integration, a single platform that really gives you all that you need in order to meet the requirements of a modern uh, wealth management financial services firm. So we kept on adding capability. We were told that, no, if you're going to do reporting, that should be done by another uh, provider. Or if you're going to do trading, that should be done by yet another provider. And we never understood that. We always took the principle and the model of Windows, even though there are better technologies than Excel, and better technologies than Word, the beauty of Windows is that Word speaks to Excel, and Excel speaks to PowerPoint, and PowerPoint speaks to Paint, and so on and so forth. So we really built a platform whereby the Index database is the hub by which all the spokes of the application speak to each other. So we are continuously enhancing uh, the value add of each individual module, but at the same time, never hindering the client with having to make two modules speak to each other, because by default, they're built to speak to each other via the database. That being said, maybe 10 years ago, it became apparent to us that in order to expand our coverage, we had to be able to ingest data from any source, because Clients don't have all of their wealth with one firm. They also deal with a bank institution, with a life insurance company, with other uh, managers, with other relationships, with private investments, alternate investments, off-book assets, so on and so forth. So we commenced an undertaking of putting a large focus on being able to ingest data from any source under any format. So currently, Index at this date, January 2022, Index interface directly with 267 custody feeds, whether they be in Canada, the U.S., offshore, Europe, Africa. 
But Index also has its own proprietary technology where we're able to extract information from websites. We don't do screen scraping. We do code decompilation. And we're able to get information off 7,500 websites. And we add new ones every week. As well, some institutions don't provide feeds, don't have websites, particularly for offshore holdings where confidentiality is of the essence. So we built out technology where we can convert a PDF document into a soft format, thus turning the PDF document into the feed source, into the application. And of those, we do easily over 150,000 different formats. Having done this and having had the expertise and developed the knowledge, or my colleagues having developed the knowledge and the expertise in ingesting data from any source and any format, we started being approached by the accounting industry, which was telling us that what we had done was basically 85% of their effort in preparing a file in order to do what they really want to do, which give which is to give accounting uh, advice. But as an accountant, 50% of your effort is taking data from one system and putting it into another system and then spending dozens of hours reconciling that data. By the very fact that Index was able to ingest data from all these different sources, by default, we were ingesting the data, reconciling the data, normalizing it, which is important, to create consistent values across the various sources. So the accountants came to us and saying, give us the output of your information, because that is exactly what we do. And in today's competitive markets, clients do not want to pay for data entry anymore. They want to pay for advice, but they don't want to pay for the entry component. Mm -hmm. So we started offering that to the accounting industry maybe five years ago and put a lot of effort in building out tools for them in order to help them further along in quickly reconciling and normalizing the data so they can just feed it into their accounting systems. That, in turn, now, as a parenthesis, whatever we did for the accounting industry, we also made available to all our wealth management and investment clients, because Index has a principle. Whatever we do, all our clients get, and it's always included in the offering, and it's always at the same price. So there's no additional cost for any add-on modules. We build it, everybody gets it. So back to the accountant, now that we were opening up the download of our normalized data to accounting platforms, we then started to get numerous demands from different sources, from data analytics groups, from market fundamental analysis groups, from business intelligence groups, from even competitors that were asking us if we would be willing to serve as their backend in order to take charge of all the data ingestion and provide them feed files or export files so that they can then take that, those data that we put up and ingest it into their system, thus saving them the time of having to develop all their own interfaces to the various custodians and financial sources. And what's become apparent and what clients brought back to us in their own words over the last three, four years, which is Index has become a data bridge. No matter where the data resides, no matter what format it resides in, we can ingest that data, reconcile it, normalize it, and put it out to either be used by Index and or be used by peripheral tools that are better suited in their particular segment of the market and or even our competitors. 
where we have had competitors come to us and license our data output because data management and dealing with the output from the custodians and the various sources is very tedious, very complicated, very costly because the quality of the data unfortunately, is not what you would expect. And index Oh, I don't expect much, my friend. I don't expect much, my friend. But yeah, no, it's, you already said a lot. I'm going to let you get back to it. But I mean, when we first spoke and you told me about the data cleansing service, I think my exact words were, do you know what you're sitting on? Because you hit upon the single biggest challenge that every fintech, every dealership, everyone I speak to has. It's just, can I just get a, please, please get a clean data feed? And it kind of got consistent from multiple sources. And when you told me that this is what you had and, you know, had worked on, I was just like, oh my God, you're sitting on, on something special here. Well, I have to give the credit to my colleague mm-hmm. because it takes a long time to identify the error is apparent. The inconclusiveness of the data within the data sources is quick to come by. Finding a solution that can then be replicated in order to automate the adjustment of that data whenever it's automatically identified, that was difficult. And my colleagues are very bright, and they were able to find ways to not only point the finger of where the data issue is, but then automate processes in order to adjust that data so that the client seldomly even knows that the data issue was there to start off with, because it's all part of the ingestion and normalization processes that run early in the morning. One of the greatest compliments that we get from the custody industry is that they tell us clients that deal with index seldomly call them for data issues. And we take that by the fact that because we clean up their data. We understand that their task is also complicated and demanding and there's time pressures and so on and so forth. We are very pleased to be the ones that have taken on the responsibility to adjust and fix the data, particularly because we're math junkies. So for us, it sounds weird, but it's fun to crunch numbers and see how to render it more robust. So what has happened is that Index is as clearly being acknowledged as a very qualified data bridge, we are now able to not only feed into our own technologies because we keep enhancing our application because some folks just like what we offer. It's not the prettiest application in the world, but it's very robust and very integrated. Whereas other firms want a complement of what Index does with other providers who, as I said prior, are experts in their own field. And as well, and we've got maybe half a dozen of these, upstarts, firms that have approached us and said, we would like to be in the performance reporting business, but starting to interface with the custodians is costly, it's long, custodians are now hesitant to open up their data output to newcomers. So we've told them, not a problem. You can use us to aggregate the data, we'll feed it to you, and you can start promoting your reporting services to the market. Even if you compete with Index, it doesn't concern us. We're not afraid of competition. We are very much believers in co-opetition. If you do a better reporting tool, it's only right that you should have a presence in the market to serve those people who are satisfied by your tool. We're not here to block your entrance. So now 
not only upstarts, but existing players in the market, some that have been around much longer than us, have come to us and said, listen, at the price that you're willing to offer us this data output, it makes absolute economic sense to outsource that aspect of the business to you. Because I always said, it's a little bit crazy, you know, if you think about it, if Ford, GM, and Mercedes had to build their own highway in order to sell their cars, that would be ludicrous. So what I've always told the market and our competitors is that why don't we share the highway? Index is very willing and is very happy to be the organization to build and pave that highway. And once it's done, and much of it is done, go ahead and sell your cars to run on it. We'll give it to you at a very affordable cost of data output and let let competition be as it is, but we will never use our knowledge of data ingestion by a means to compete with you. Quite the contrary. If we can have a share in your in your business model, it's better than having no share. So, you know, having 100%, 100% of the market is not going to happen. But if Index can have 100% of the market by various intermediaries, that's very satisfactory to us. Well, it's very lucrative as well. <laughs> Let's face it. So... I want to. I want to. Before we go any further, I want to. I want to touch upon like some of the stuff you said before and elaborate on a few points and and just have a discussion around that. So you made the point about the value in in Windows being that you know Office and Excel all talk to each other. You're you're absolutely right. I think that. Let me sum up your value proposition on the portfolio management side, and then we'll come back to the data side. End of the day, you created the. I, I always say this: if you want to have the best in class for everything, it's not going to be one product. It's going to be something that integrates the best in class. Thing that does this one very specific function and they have to integrate together. However, there are all-in-one platforms and that's essentially what you're providing. And maybe it's not like, not to pick on your specific example, but let's say for example, you know, for example, uh, Squarespace offers a website builder, but also offers email marketing and some other stuff. Is the email marketing as good as MailChimp? Probably not, right? But that's not the point. It's integrated. It's easier to make it work in collaboration with other things. And there's a value to that synergy that, that you don't have to rebuild. And essentially that's largely what you've done with your PM platform is you've given people what they need. You maybe maybe someone's got a brighter, shinier widget when it comes to one or two things, but it doesn't do everything. So would you say that's about right? That's correct. You are not going to be the best of breed in every class. And some some firms out there look for best of breed in every class. But there are there are definitely capabilities in which index is the best of breed. It's just not across all of its 14,000 functions, which which is normal and expected. What Index brings to those parties who are interested is that we eliminate all of the need to have various technologies speak to each other. That's costly, takes a lot of resources, very clunky. So we eliminate that. But some firms who have deep pockets say, no, I'm okay with taking on that cost because I don't like Index's integrated CRM tool. I want to use... Salesforce, or I don't like Index's reporting platform, I want to use Crystal. Not a problem. But they also choose to use Index for off-book asset management. So we become an aggregate of various technologies. Some are Index, some are third parties, but all of the data is robust and consistent across all the sources because it's one party that ingests the data, reconciles the data, normalizes the data, and then puts it out, both to those third parties as well internally to index. So that's the, okay, there it is. Let's go back to the data play. So absolutely. I mean, I think let's just use a similar play. Uh, you're, in a lot of ways, you're becoming the financial industry, uh, specifically the investment industry, and, and, and to some extent, the insurance industry is kind of version of plaid. 
Plaid and other data aggregators have figured out how to tie into different bank accounts, different banks around the world, and cleanse that data and give someone a common data format. And that's a play that I'm seeing that is happening at various levels, even, even to the point where there's layers of aggregators that sit on top of those companies that basically will standardize data across multiple data aggregators. What you're doing is you're in kind of, I'd say, the earlier stage, or you're, you're one of the, the front runners in taking custodial direct feed data and basically completely cleaning that up from the source for, for enterprise, more so than the individual advisor. I mean, the individual advisor can buy your total package, but they're probably not going to want to manipulate the data in other ways. And that is, I get, you know, the number one, one of the number one, actually, let me take us out of this part out. We'll come back. One of the top complaints or one of the top challenges faced by by other people who've been on this podcast has always been clean data. I mean, typically finding the right people is always number one. Clean data has been almost number universally number two. And this is where when, I, when you first told me what you had, I was very excited because frankly, the single greatest holdback to a lot of the stuff I've wanted to do in things like Salesforce and other companies I advise has been getting my hands on clean custodial data from multiple sources. I mean, frankly, when you talk, you use that analogy of the roads, I think you're just about, you're almost bang on there. I'll make it a different analogy. You're trying to be a public utility on data in that anyone can plug in and they know it's going to work. And you're right for everybody to have been doing this individually. When you think about the fact that your what you're providing as a service is replicated across every broker dealer in North America to some degree internally, that's a lot of that's that's a lot of people cleaning up the same kind of data from different custodians they're using over and over and over again and repeated. There was definitely a room in the market for someone to centralize like you. And I sincerely hope that <laughs> that you do become that public utility because we'll all be the better for it for because the number of companies will be able to build off of what you're providing is, you know, like a true platform provider, the value of a platform is greater. The value of what gets built off a platform is greater than the value of the, the, plat- the cost of the platform itself to steal something from, from uh, Bill Gates. But I think you're onto something there. Well, I thank you, and 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 I, you know, all the feedback that you and all others give us is is what's pushing us forward. I would say that easily fifty percent of what we do, whether it be development or even business orientation, is the feedback of our of our colleagues and our clients. I mean, let's be frank, our clients are financial guys, so you would expect them to know what's a good thing for finance. But what, something that's very important, because you did mention Plaid, and and you have groups like Plaid. You have groups like Yodley, you have groups like Envest, and you have Adapar out there who's, who's ingesting aggregated data. There's a very big distinction between Index and the Plaids and the Yodleys and the Buy All Accounts of the world, is that we never sell your data. And as you know, Plaid <laughs> wow, did is, you hit is a, t- a direct a competitor of Index. Yeah, so exactly. Is, so is Yodley, so is Buy All Accounts, and they are all neck deep in lawsuits. Plaid in December got was settled a multi-hundred million dollar claim from the TD because I set up a ghost site, which is not the right yeah. thing to do. And the fact is, is that we have gotten a lot of calls from clients of Plaid, Yodley, by all accounts over the last couple of years because Yodley and by all accounts are in a court case for the last two years for as continuing to extract and sell data, even though the client had told them to stop doing it. So they continued proceeding to do so. Index gives a firm commitment and puts it on paper. Your data is your data. We are not here to sell your data to any other group. What we do with your data is, one, feed the application so that you can capitalize on the index tools, feed the data to whomever you instruct us to feed the data, but take that data and allow you, the firm, 
to know how you're doing compared to other firms. Because the question that we always get is, how can Index be making money at the prices that we charge? Well, we make money because we have 1,400 firms. We make money because we've got nearly 13,000 professionals, almost 13 million somewhat accounts. So the business in its core is profitable. But where we have excellent revenue, let's just put it that way, is by the fact that money managers and folks in the financial industry are very good at knowing how to manage somebody else's money. But they are not very good at managing their own firm as to how it compares and competes with peers in its segment. So they know full well how many clients they have. They know full well their assets under management, how they're segmented throughout the investment products. But when you ask them, but how do you feel you're doing compared to your segment of the market? They have no idea. Some, I've far too often gotten responses when I ask clients and they tell them, yeah, we're mid-tier. And the fact is they're not. Sometimes they're way above the tier and sometimes they're well below. They have no idea. So what we do is, as a client has been on Index for a while, and we've got some history, some meat on the bone, like I say, we are able to tell the client, one, as an, at an advisor level, how each client compares to their other client. Is a client profitable or not? Because many times advisors will think that, well, this client gives me $20 million to manage. He must be profitable. Not necessarily. Maybe he sucks the air out of the room. So Index tracks all that time spent on the client and compares it to the revenue they generate, and that tells you, well, this is how much they're generating. This is how much time you're spending. They're not so profitable. <laughs> then we do that between advisors in a firm. Which advisor is generating what type of revenue versus the time they spend compared to other advisors? Which advisors are doing well compared to other advisors, and for what reasons? What is a variation or distinction in their management style? Then we do that within branches of a firm. Then we do that from firm to firm in a regional area, in a wider district, in a quadrant of the country, in the overall country, and then in our overall market. We never tell the client, we're comparing you to X firm. Never. And they have no way of knowing it. But what they do know is that we have such a wide footprint that when we tell them this is where you fit on the scale of successes, profitability, asset allocation, et cetera, et cetera, they believe us because they know that we're in, on so many desktops. And that is the future. The future is to be able to enhance the business of our clients by giving them feedback. Because as I always say, as I've been saying for the last five years, the financial industry's competition is not the financial firm next door. The financial industry's competition is Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, and Amazon. They have the trust of the market. They have unlimited budgets. They are aggressively pushing into the financial industry. Many of them are already there. They're always in the headlines. And the way the market needs to adjust to that is by, one, learning its strengths and its weaknesses and adjusting accordingly, but also being able to know what they can bring to the market that those five competitors are not able to do. Amazon is never going to have someone call them to comfort them on a turmoil day in the market. Never. 
Google is never going to call you to say you should be selling GM in order to buy Tesla. Never. What the financial industry as the independent and other than those five, they do that. They believe in the human contact of the financial industry and how important it is and the comfort it brings to the investor. We permit that not only by giving you tools that put all the information required in front of you in order to make that call, but also giving you tools in order to know where can I improve my service? What services out there are doing well that I could possibly look to adopt so that I can manage my service enhancements to my clients? So, Index, we only do well if our clients do well. And we're not going to do well by sealing their data. We're not going to do well by selling their data to others. We will only do well by giving them all of the tools and the ammunition in order to compete with those five behemoths. It's not Citigroup that they should be concerned about. It's not the Royal Bank that they should be concerned about. It's those five. And, and COVID has demonstrated that those five have their foot on the neck of the earth. And yep. if you don't react, it's going to be costly. So, uh, yeah, it's been a conversation topic on countless episodes. Anyway, that was a very deep dive into what you are, a pretty extensive dive into what you do. I thank you for that. But let's um, let's wrap this up. I have three questions that I ask everybody uh, when they're on the podcast and on a positive note. The first one I have for you is if you had one wish for something you can change in your in your company or the industry as a whole, what would it be? I think it would be for the industry as a whole to open up to a willingness to communicate and to not hold their cards so close to their chest. Cooperation uh, is yeah. very important. And that's what I wish, that, that people would be more willing to share their thoughts, not be fearful that somebody else is going to steal their idea. It's how could we learn from each other? And, and this is very much in context of what I just said for those five competitors, because that's going to be the only way. There has to be a common front to take them on. Yeah, that's number it's one. funny because so, especially these ideas that they seem so we are so, so defensive of, I mean, like, and especially the technology world, you know, this like there is no defensible mode on this stuff. You know, anyone's idea can be copied by anyone else pretty, pretty quickly. So frankly, like when I, I've been at these meetings where these people working in different companies look at each other like side eyed and don't want to divulge stuff. And it's like, OK, congratulations. Well, how, how far ahead do you think this is actually going to get you? The answer is it's not. And sure enough, it hasn't. I mean, this is a reason why the banks typically don't change position in order it's because none of them can really get another foothold over the other. Anyway, uh, next uh, question for you. What's been the biggest challenge in the company to where it is today? I think it's, it's convincing the markets that Index is has a different approach and a different philosophy. And I forgot to mention something very important, is that not only do we make all our data available, but for the last year, we've had a full team committed to an API library. So in fact, Shortly during the course of 2022, gradually, it's going to be released that you're going to be able to put your own skin on the application. So if you want to beautify it, by all means, go ahead and, and make it look as your own. But what I think the biggest challenge is, or the challenge to index, is to get the market to accept that what we are looking to bring to them is tools for growth. We're not looking to compete with another technology platform. Quite the contrary, we are open and wanting to work with our competing technology platforms in order to alleviate them of arduous tasks so that they can focus on things that are much more interesting and much more unique to their offering. What I often get, though, is clients ask me, well, why would you do that? What's your self-interest in doing that? And the answer to that is simple. The more data we're able to ingest, 
the more we're able to do uh, statistical and data analysis, and the more we're able to give back to our clients tools for them to get stronger and more more apt at meeting their clients' expectations. If Index is successful in demonstrating and fulfilling that commitment to its clients, then we become as sticky on the wall as paint. Nobody's ever going to be calling us to say, oh, I'm switching to something else. And oftentimes they do, and then they come back. But if we're able to show them that we're directly contributing to your bottom line by giving you market analysis that otherwise you would not be able to have, then nobody gets rid of the source that helps you increase your revenue. And that is the most tangible way because technology is a dime a dozen. But if we can provide them the, the means by which they can better understand the market in order to better react to the market, then we're not a technology platform anymore. We are a data analysis tool that they can use to build their weaponry in order to compete with those five. Last question for you is what excites you the most about what it is you're working on and gets you out of bed every morning to keep on fighting the good fight that is running your own business? Oh, I, I, I got to tell you that I haven't worked a day in my life. I wake up every morning and I go to play. I play in a sandbox. <laughs> I go in in conjunction with my, my, our clients, my colleagues, but I put some ideas together and I tell it to my colleagues and I go, okay, build this. And they look at me saying, you're crazy. And then they build it. So what's the greatest excitement is that every day is limitless. Whatever you can come up with, whatever you have the good graces of being put into your head and you can put it in words and, and some handwritten drawings and then having it fulfilled, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's the greatest that's the greatest of blessings in the world is just playing all day. And the fact that I would pay to come to work, the fact that somebody pays me to come to work, wow, that's a bonus. But don't pinch me. I don't want to wake up. In fairness, you pay yourself to come to work. So <laughs> anyway, uh, Laurent, this has yeah. been great. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And uh, anyone who's interested in what he has to offer in terms of both the uh, all-in-one suite for, 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 for portfolio management, and I would think in particular the access to clean data from over 200 custodians, definitely worth the phone, the phone call. Laurent, thanks. Thank you, folks. Be well, Jason. Thank you. So that was this week's episode of FinTech Impact. I hope you enjoyed that. Like I said, if you're in the market for clean data in this industry, you now have a source. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever is at your podcast. Until next time, take care. This podcast was brought to you by Woodgate Financial, an award-winning financial planning firm catering to high net worth individuals and their families. To learn more, go to woodgate.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, or find more episodes at jasonperera.ca.